Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Mo. All right, listen, this has been like the most exciting Saturday for me. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Mo. I have more people in the building, even though COVID is real. We are not stopping COVID. We're not letting COVID stop the fucking interviews right now. Um, we are uh, highlighting black businesses this month. And we just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in each and every week. But this week and the next week is going to be real special for us because we are going to be highlighting local black businesses. And I know we always retweet, repost, and share all of these black businesses that are local to the CSRA. But sometimes we really want to just take the opportunity to sit down and talk to these people, see where they came from, see where their goals are, what legacies they're trying to leave for their families, and just kind of get some insight on how they got started. So I have two exciting people with me. Um, They don't really seem exciting, but (laughs) let me tell you, they came, I thought they was ballers or like rappers. Or so. <laughs> they are super fly today and I'm just blessed to be able to have them in a building. Hi, Blair Brothers. How y'all doing? How you doing? How you doing? Good. Fahim. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How you doing? Good. Neil? I'm doing okay. You doing all right? I'm good. <laughs> now, if you guys don't know, I've interviewed them before on 520 Radio, and that was my first time ever meeting them. And I was so thrilled because their story is amazing not only did they go to the most fantastic school in the whole goddamn city teed up but um they started from the bottom and literally started from the bottom but they have a story that is definitely worth sharing like my grandma say it is their testimony and and we're just going to talk about that today and kind of just tip on a little bit a little bit of this a little bit of that um y'all know how i do we're going to talk personal um even though we talk a little bit of business we're going to definitely talk about personal life and personal relationships um and just kind of see where they are where they're going and what's to come so let's talk about business um so you guys went to Josie? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Right? Graduated 2010. Both of you? Are y'all twins? No, I graduated 2009. I'm, I'm a year older than him. Yeah. Like, really, like, nine months. Really? Like, 10, like, maybe, like, right 10 now. months. Nice. Listen, I'll, at first, I think that was the first question I asked before I met you. I was like, well, are they twins? Because I kind of felt like y'all might have been twins, but I wasn't sure. Okay, so you're not twins. You're about 10 months apart. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, we get that a lot, though. Really? Yeah, we do. Okay. Where y'all from? Oh, what part of the city? Oh, we from South Augusta, um, South Side. Okay. Grew up in Jenna's Homes, Olive Road area. Okay. Yeah, right there in it. <laughs> Listen, everybody that's a few somebodies grew up in them areas. My yeah. dad is from South Side, so First Avenue, uh, Second Avenue. Oh, my grandma stayed on First Avenue for a long time. Then when they revitalized it and kind of upgraded a little bit, then she moved over to Second Avenue. So yeah, I know them parts down there. <laughs> yeah, you from First Avenue too? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Avenue, you yeah. still remember the address? Yeah, twenty twenty three First Avenue. Come on, twenty. Yeah, listen, First play Avenue. that today. Get your cash flow and play twenty twenty three because that's where you started. Now you got got to put some money on it. You might have to play. I don't know how you play them games. Whatever. I play scratch offs. Yeah, I <laughs> so. do scratch offs, and I just started doing that. You play it on your phone. No, no, no. I go and still buy the ticket. No, listen. No, listen. <laughs> you got to play it on your phone. I played my my homegirl introduced it to me on my phone. I, w- I hit $500 at 3 o'clock in the morning wow. one night. So I ain't saying it's a better way, but I'm just saying you can upload it from, you can put money on your account from your mm-hmm. debit card, all of that. We, we talk about 
Wrong stuff. Anyway, hey, we'll talk no, about that. No, I'll do my money. <laughs> oh, <laughs> most definitely. So, how did you? So, the name of your business is Georgia's Green Lawn Care. Okay. And how long have y'all been in business? Six years. Six years. That's a long time. A lot of people don't make it through the first five years. Oh, yeah. How challenging has that been for you guys? Very challenging. <laughs> um, where, where did you, where did, so before we get to the challenges, let's talk about how you started. Um, because everybody always says, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to start my own business. And it's a lot. You know, I, I'm, I don't have my own business, but starting my own podcast was, lot. was a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when I had one mic mm-hmm. and not even the best computer <laughs> and a half of a mixer. And so I remember I recorded one one interview from my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, humble beginnings, <laughs> trust me. But um, what, so how did you guys just decide, hey, I just want to do something different or I want to start my own business? Well, we started um, cutting grass. When we was probably about, what, 12, 13 maybe. Want to make some um, some money in the neighborhood. We didn't want to really Really want to sell drugs or anything like that, so. Cause you know, fast money, easy money. Oh, it's great money, cause I tried it one time. Okay, oh, Fahim, I'm you learning. Keep it real. Like Listen, that. I'm learning a lot about you now. Okay. Yeah. But thank God for my brother, he kept me out of it. Okay. Getting too deep into it, but um, so we used to rake leaves, go out and um, knock on doors, cutting grass and stuff like that. Um, then pretty much fast forward, I was doing plumbing. It was doing uh, what you was working at telemark teleperformance. teleperformance, but we still started cutting grass on the side just to make some extra money. Okay, and we got into it with our I ain't gonna say get got into it, but we pretty much reached the levels at our jobs, and didn't really like how things was working out for us. Yeah, so I told Neil, let's just go out on our own and just try it. To, went out on a limb. Stepped out on faith. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Faith of a mustard seed is real. Neil, so I remember when we were on 520 Radio, you talked about how you quit your job. You want to talk about that? Yeah, we can. Um, I do want to thank you for allowing us this opportunity, too, man. We Absolutely. really appreciate it. My brother and I, you know, we was kind of, we kind of vet people that try to interview us. What? Wow. We, like, we was like, you remember... He was like, you remember who that is? What? He was like, yeah, we, we remember Mo. You know, she reached out to us. He was like, no, nah, she had a good spirit. Yeah. You know oh, nice. So, Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And that's why we decided to even, you know, give you the opportunity. It's a, it's a lot of people ask us to interview them, but yeah. I just want to throw that out that we appreciate you I appreciate so much. that. This is, a, this is a big deal. Listen, I appreciate that because we have a good time. We have a good time. We talk a lot of shit, you know, but it's all in good fun. And I always want to make sure that I'm giving back my little piece to the community. You know, I'm not, you know, rah-rah doing a whole lot of extra stuff. But, you know, I always want to highlight those who are doing their fucking thing. And you guys remind me so much of my dad. So I was like, you know, I got to get I got to get them on. I've interviewed them before, but I'm not in my own setting. Yes, so I, I appreciate that. Thank appreciate you. It. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, the way we um the way I quit my job, I'm not even going to lie to you. We're, we're great. We're great followers. And I think in order to be a great leader, you have to be a great follower. We love working for somebody. You okay. know what I'm saying? We're very loyal when it comes to that. So we never jumped out um, on our own because, like, uh, we just wanted to be entrepreneurs. That wasn't the case. Just like uh, my brother said, it just it, it wasn't it didn't it didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Once we reached a, a certain level, it just it started to just dismantle. You know what I'm saying? We we were very loyal to uh, our employer. Yeah, but, like I tell my my people, I'm loyal by default. Mm-hmm. You, you get the best of me. Mm-hmm. You know, I come to work every day. Mm-hmm. I do what the hell I need to do. Mm-hmm. I'm very loyal until I feel like I done capped out. There you go. Or yeah. I've reached, I, I can no longer reach the next level in this particular position. So I feel you on that. Absolutely. 
Okay. Yep. So once we once we reached a, a certain level, and it, it was just stagnant. We hate being stagnant. Yeah. Because we've been you know stagnated our whole life. You know we come from the hood, so. No, we got. We want more. You already had this elevate. label. You already had two strikes. Yeah. You black. Mm-hmm. You know, you a man, mm-hmm. and you, and three strikes. You from the projects. You from the inner city. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it's time that at that point you realize, oh, it might be time to do something different. Absolutely. Okay. And I'm the type of I don't like I don't like how uh, people when they um become higher ups. I don't like how they uh treat people that's beneath them because you gotta understand I was just there, so I can't I can't go for somebody treating somebody worse. Because they reached a certain level, and once yeah. I reached that level, I got around a lot of people that just ished on people that's below them. I'm like, no, I just, I just came from that level. I yeah. can't turn around and do that. Well, that was one thing I didn't like about it either. And I talked to my brother, and just like he said, he came to me and was like, let's let's dip. And uh, we started reading books real heavy. Mm-hmm. So we started reading books. Uh, we started watching interviews and things like that. And it was just like it was so so many signs like to to kind of push us out out from our uh, nine to fives like. Jay Z album, I don't know which order it came out, but Jay Z album four 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 came out. Uh, Nipsey's Victory Lap came out. Okay, and uh, really it was uh, Dang, what really sparked our brain and just got our brain to like working was the Dame Dash interview on Brothers Club. We watched it, and I, my, we watched it separately. My brother watched it, I watched it, and we came back like, "You seen the interview?" I was like, "Yeah, I watched it." He's like, "What you think about it?" It's time. Listen, it's time, when man. you know, you know. Mm-hmm. When you know, you know, and you mm-hmm. know, it's funny because. On our last interview, remember what I said about y'all? You remember? Oh, yeah, about the Nipsey. Yeah. Um, See? Nipsey, come on, Fahim. Listen, I said specifically when I interviewed these guys on 520 Radio, y'all remind me of Nipsey and his brother. Mm. And I really feel like that has been like a spark for you. Not saying that ever since then you just kind of took off or anything like that. But, no, I just I can see it. You know, I can see it going different places. So, now we here we are six years in the game. How's that been going for you guys so far? Now we can talk about some challenges that you have been facing. Um, I know you guys have been like really successful, um, but what challenges have you faced getting up to this point? Uh, I would say the first challenge was to really just quit because, like Neil said, the our employers we was loyal to. I know definitely with mine, I um, you know I was basically raised by my employer, like. It was on um, on a personal level. Okay, God that's did different. That, all that kind of stuff. So it was different. So me having to come up out of come from up under him. Mm. I mean, it really it it hurt my soul. Like it was really? it was it was more. Did deep. you feel like you was maybe being a little disrespectful? Me? Yeah, to him or like having and, to just and, leave and or that's what I that's what I still battle with to this day. Far as just like was I not listening no more was it was it did it just come to a point where it was just time for me to be my own man yeah and stand on my own that's tough it was just it was tough you know i i said in the interview earlier um today um let me just say because i'm sitting in a room with three black men right now um shout out to dexter um i know shout out to dexter he's (laughs) doing visuals for me today um god knows i appreciate that so much because i didn't see the text when he said he was coming (laughs) but i'm sitting in a room with three black men today and let me just say to you three i i love y'all not on a you know but i love y'all because i don't know what life is like for you you know um we are living in some very trying times right now and i'm sure as black men, it's a struggle every day. You know, the just make going back and forth to your destinations and making it home, that's not to be taken for granted. So 
love you guys. You know, I appreciate, you know, everything that you do. But I can understand where you come from. Like being at that point where you're like, am I am I grown to really do what I want to do and not seem disrespectful? Um, so I, I, I can understand where that could be a struggle. But did you really feel like it was time or you was just like, I'm sick of this shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to come home and vent to Neil. I was just, it just, I got so frustrated because I felt um, like I was being took for granted. Yeah. And that's what really, because um, I was basically sold a lot of dreams, a lot of Oh, things. yeah. They're going to tell you what they want to tell you. Get and, you in the door, baby. And when it got to that point where it was time for them to deliver. Oh, yeah. That's when it was like. Oh, Never happens. No. Never happens. It's, 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 it's kind of disappointing, too. Oh, it hurt mm-hmm. my soul. Because when you're working for a company and you're giving them the best you, mm-hmm. you know, you don't went and educated yourself, mm-hmm. got some higher learning. Yeah, they gave you a little extra boost on the salary, but, you know, they do promise you things to get you in the door. Um, but sometimes that's just to get a body in the building. And that is very disappointing because you you kept up your end of the bargain. Yes, yes. You know, you did everything that you wanted to do or what was required of you and then you know you, they don't hold up they end of the bargain it's like bitch you know like it make you want to be like nigga what the fuck so I, I feel you where you're coming from um what was the inspiration behind the brand though because george's green long green listen y'all know a I lot can't. of g's it is you know i get tongue tied easy <laughs> why y'all do that is. to me <laughs> george's green lawn care is a is like household name now you know where did the inspiration behind the brand come from well um because now you you done stepped out on faith you got you done started the business but where where was the true because any just because we start in businesses don't mean that you value the brand i see differently with you guys y'all y'all have a brand that you value i remember neil saying oh this is just not gonna be augusta we we trying to take this savannah mm-hmm. aiken you know wherever mm-hmm. so what's the inspiration behind the brand I think, like uh, like you said, that where it came from, just as far as like not wanting to just stay in Augusta. So, but we love Georgia, uh-huh. so we wanted to basically show our appreciation for Georgia and just have this company and most of the majority um, big cities in Georgia, okay. or Atlanta, Savannah, Macon. I think near say Athens. Mm-hmm. Have y'all started expanding? Well, we posted went to Atlanta, but we still haven't got there yet because Augusta won't let us go. <laughs> well, listen. You got you got to put some more bodies. You got to get some more folks on the team. You got look like I told my dad the other day. You got to buy a few more trucks, mm-hmm. put a few more people out there, and just you know, that's a challenge. Coach and develop your people and get them, you know, where they don't need you when they're doing things, and you can kind of expand a little bit more and mm-hmm. take your business to the next level. He looked at me. He was like, he calls me Booby. He said, Booby, you know what you're talking about. I was like. I'm studying human resource management. What are you talking about? So I, I definitely get that piece. So Atlanta's next. Um, when you get to Atlanta, then what? Because Atlanta, listen, Atlanta just ain't Atlanta. Atlanta is McDonough, Norcross, mm-hmm. <laughs> Kennesaw. We was going to hit the outskirts. We weren't going to necessarily be in DeKalb and all. We don't want to be in the city. Yeah. Because we got a, uh, a friend up there now. He got his own company, and that's what he kind of, Based all his um, clientele around the outskirts. Of okay. Atlanta. Does that seem successful for him? Yeah. Yeah. He says mm-hmm. he's successful. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So after Atlanta, then what? Make the it. world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, the world. When, when, are we ex- when are you thinking about expanding outside of just the Georgia area? Because you know, North Augusta, Aiken, right there. I know y'all already have clients mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, I think we um, man, to answer that question, we it's already in the works. Okay, and, and you got to understand that from like six years ago, we were already where we at now. We were all we were already working the plan six years ago. Okay, so we said when we gonna leave about a Georgia, it's already it's already in motion. It's okay. just gonna it's just gonna happen. Um, we had uh, we call it the um, what do we call it when we have these certain booms in our career where it's like we go to another level, another plateau, and it's been yeah. happening like. Every year, you, you hit certain milestones. Every year, and you're like, okay, what's next? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. how, how do I level up a little bit more? You know, I got to get a, a reach a higher level the very next time. So definitely, shouts out to you guys for those milestones because I know it's coming. Um, so how how does that work now with what you're doing around the CSRA? I know it's the two of you. Do you got you got a, a three man crew, a four man crew? How does that work right now? But we're in the process now of like actually hiring. Um, we're gonna have three trucks on the road. Okay. So we're in the process. Come of, on now, three trucks. Yeah, we just we pretty much got all the equipment, everything set up. We just building that system because we watched Matt Don- that McDonald's movie that time, mm-hmm. and we seen that it wasn't by so, necessarily the no, quality. Tell of me about the movie. I ain't never heard of it. It's about the Matt. What's it called? Matt. What's it called? McDowell, McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's. It's, it's, I know it's, it's, it's the, the story of uh, creating McDonald's, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so I have to put that in. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, it is. Okay, it is. Okay. It is on Netflix, yeah. Now, I'm not a TV person, but oh, no, good. when I hear stuff that might be good and it ain't bullshit, then I might want to watch it. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's good. But they basically just laid out and, and created a system that anybody can thrive in. Like, okay. You ain't got to have no college education. Okay. They just got it a cut and dry system. So that's what we're in the process of doing now. So when we in Atlanta or Neil and Macon, just go by this system. Okay. All you got to do is do one, two, three, and you and you got it. Are y'all always together? No, nah, not all the time. Not, not all the weekends. Just on the weekends? Not on the weekends. Not, not on, on the weekends. weekends. Yes, but y'all, because y'all did separate. together Monday through Friday. Yeah, Monday through Friday. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I want to get personal. Okay. All right. You know how that go. <laughs> this this could either go left or right. <laughs> <laughs> So business is business, you know. Business actually is actually doing really good. I'm proud of you guys. Um, So now over to the personal because sometimes business can take over personal. Sometimes you're so busy with business you don't have a personal life. Neil, what's your personal life looking like? You dating? Look, that, look. <laughs> yes. I think that's the question everybody <laughs> about Yes. Everybody, look, we talk about it all the time. You Are you? Look, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me. I'm learning my buttons on my mixer. So hold on. Let me see. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So look, I'm waiting on this. Dun, dun, dun. I ain't gonna, I'm so um I'm so uh, focused on business right now. Um, I'm the type of person I tell if I aim all the time, I fall all the way in. Like when it comes to a woman, I fall all the way in and Yeah, ladies, hold on, wait, but are you single? When it comes I'm focused. I'm focused on business right now. Crickets. <laughs> Neil is giving me crickets all day. This is this is what I'm getting from Neil right now. <laughs> so I'm just going to um use my context clues like I tell my used to tell my students. I'm gonna just say, ladies, Neil sound like he's single. Nah, I don't. I ain't gonna just throw it out there in the water. But sound like he might be single. Thumbs up, thumbs down. No, just focus on business. <laughs> but are you? If the right person comes along, are you gonna snap at it? Fine, don't laugh. 
it's it's gonna it's, it's gonna take a lot because I'm so I'm so focused I'm so focused on business right now because um, if you're in business and you understand uh, it's it's this meme I always bring up I think I brought it up on y'all and if it's this meme on Facebook when the guy was just hitting this dirt and the diamonds was right here oh yeah yeah and one yeah. of the guys gave up and the other dude like it was right there and I feel like I'm I'm you feel like you're right there I'm right there and like if you know where we came from I can I'm so close to. I'm so close to getting. I don't want no. You don't want no distractions. Then Fahim um got this thing um when we start when we start the uh, the year off um we make a um an outline of how how we want our year to go. We have a thing called you said we can curse on here right? Yeah, good. It's this thing called fuck the noise. Oh shit! Now it, it says fuck the noise, and, and what that means is all these goals have to be completed before 2020 is over with. We have to complete each goal on here. So anything in between that's going to distract us from. Reaching these goals, we can't worry about it. You got to say fuck this, fuck that, fuck all of that, fuck okay. the noise, and that's why even when relate in, in relationships, you got to understand in order to get a certain type of success, sometimes something has to be sacrificed. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Something, sacrifice something that has to be sacrificed. And I think with with relationships right now, that may be something I have to sacrifice right now in order to get uh, over to where we where we trying to go in the business. Because I'm I'm so I get so lost. When it comes to uh, females, I get I get you, lost. You seem a little passionate. Yeah, I love. Am it. I getting that? I'm I getting passionate it. vibes, ladies. Listen now. <laughs> Listen, you know I like to sell my my black single men that are single. I like to put them out there. Y'all ask me. I only said I'm focused <laughs> on business. Listen, hop off in Neil's inbox now. Oh, wow. Listen, ask Maine. Anytime Maine is <laughs> on my Maine. show, I always be like, y'all know he's single. He a good man. Is he, is he single? Yeah, I mean, so he say. I don't know. But I'm putting it out there that he's single. He's single. He's a good dad. He take care of his kids. He got a job. He got all his teeth. Oh, yeah. That's my guy. Oh, all yeah. of that good oh, stuff. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Neil, now that I know you're single now. I'm focused on business. I, okay. I never said <laughs> yay or nay. <laughs> Anytime you listen, if you fuck around and see a post and it say it's a repost and I'd be like, hey, girls. Get in his inbox. That's funny. I'm with the shits. Okay, well, that's understandable because women are so different. We can be career driven and we can be focused on our relationships. And I think that's just because we're nurturers by nature. We've learned to, you know, take care of the household. We can kind of balance a little bit more. So, I, hats off to you for being focused and not. Mm, I'm gonna get back to that. Okay. Fahim, where you at? I, oh, you yeah. are engaged. Yeah, I'm engaged. Congratulations. Thank Hold you. on, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Mo, you own it. <laughs> Mo, own it. <laughs> it. Listen, it took a lot of practice <laughs> to be really. on it like this. But no, congratulations. Thank I you. actually saw your engagement on Facebook. How long have you and your fiance been together? Six years as far as going together, but we've been knowing each other for seven. Nice. So, when's the big day? I'm focused on business. <laughs> Do not let her hear that. Right? <laughs> Listen, I think we think about twenty, probably twenty twenty one, something like that. Okay. Yeah, because I done made a lot of investments in the business, which she understands. Because yeah. I ain't gonna lie, she she have come up with. Me. Yeah. So she know that this my baby. Yeah. And she but she's, she's, she's your baby, she's too. She's my baby. Okay. So I'm working with really three babies. Okay. My daughter, her, and my business. Okay. So I'm learning how to balance it all. Like So I, I she she's understandable. Okay. Yeah, she you know, balancing relationships and business is hard. It is. It's hard. And sometimes something is going to take a back seat. 100%. Do you ever feel like you're caught up in a mix where your family is taking a back seat to business sometimes? Because... 
if Neil focus, I know you focus because that's how y'all work together, and that's beautiful. But do you feel like sometimes your family take a backseat to that? Uh, both both do business and my family. Um, that's why I say I've I've learned as I've grown as a man how to balance it. Like one year I might focus strictly on my family. We gonna take vacations. Yeah. We gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna propose to you. I'm gonna you know give you another chat. Different things like yeah. That, okay, that come on, girls. But the next year, all right. I'm not that, not that I've done all that shit. Yeah, you feel me? <laughs> Back to business. <laughs> okay. Okay. And she understand because she know the end goal. So she know what we're trying to accomplish as a family for the legacy and everything like that. So, I mean, she understand it. Okay. Was there a time where before you met your fiance where you were dating and you just felt like the person or your interest in this person, they didn't have – they didn't understand where you were going with the business because sometimes in dating and I'm a, and I'm gonna say this from my behalf. I do this podcast, right? Um, this is my baby. I've been doing this for almost three years now. And every time I meet somebody and they be like, Oh, what you do? What you do for fun? You go out. No, I don't go out. Um, I am writing. I'm a blogger. I I'm doing this show. Like, you know, I'm, this is what I'm doing most times. And so you, it's a couple of different responses that I get. I either get, Oh, I want to be on your show. Uh-uh. Or oh okay well that's good They don't know what the hell a podcast is They don't know what to say next And nothing else Or I meet somebody that encourages me Motivates me Doesn't know a whole lot about it But just hey what can I do for you How can I support you Things like that I know that's hard when you're when you're dating And out here just kind of doing your thing But is there ever was there ever a moment where you met somebody you was like no she ain't for me because she just don't know business is business because at the end of the day business is business this is how you eat this is how you feed your family so has there ever been a point in time where that happened no because me and my fiance we've been together since I started the business oh so gotcha gotcha that's what I mean by like we really come everything that came up okay together with each other like even my daughter she was what. Two months, maybe three months. When you started business, because well, no, she five, she five. Well, so when you quit, yeah, when, when you I quit. quit. So like everything is like. How scared was that quitting your job and having a, a new baby? Well, Neil tell me all the time. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a thrill seeker. I mean, I'm a risk taker. So I really don't even look at the end. Like I don't look at the consequences. Yeah, I just do it. Okay, and Neil get on me about that all the time. Well, sometimes that's okay you gotta have you have out of the two of you you gotta have a balance you gotta have somebody that's gonna be a risk taker (laughs) and somebody a little bit more rational so i get that because listen it's like me and my brother i'm the oldest we're 10 years apart he's the risk taker i'm a little bit more rational but i'm my mama and he's a little bit of my dad you know but he he's a risk taker he willing to let's do it but he he tight with a dollar so I I get it I, I definitely get it in that aspect Okay so personal life seems pretty good Business seems really good What's up for the What's the ultimate goal of the brand I know going worldwide Sounds good but what What is if, if once you've reached All these areas and peaks and, and milestones At the end of the day What's the ultimate goal I want to change. I want to. I want to make a huge change in Augusta, and I think we're doing a great job of doing that. Um, that's why we show our process on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, Snapchat. We want to show people like we actually came from nothing, yeah, and we actually made it out by doing the right things. Like we, our story, 
it's nowhere in our story where we 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 sold drugs or we stole or we did anything uh, like illegal to get where we're at. And I want to show people like you can do that. Yeah. Everybody don't have to have the the NBA story or the the NFL story or the I sold drugs till I got up out of this type of story. Like, or we, I went to college and this is what I, I did. Co- exactly. Yeah. They don't they don't have to have that story. Like you can really grind it out. Like work hard and. And I'm talking about make millions. Like our goal is millions, but just to help other people. Yeah. Augusta, Augusta is changing. Like Augusta is changing. It is. Like so, so much. Like especially coming from where we come from. Like a lot of the guys, I like when they look up to us because they don't they don't want to do the things that we looked up to when we were younger. Yeah. They don't want to sell drugs. I want to own a business. Do you know how amazing that sounds coming from the Listen, because you them? you know how many kids be like, no, I want that car. Exactly. Or he got a lot of money. I wonder exactly. how he got it. Oh, he sells drugs. Oh, I mean, I could do that too. You know, and, and that's where their mindset goes. But when they see young black men like yourself mm-hmm. and uh, like yourselves and you ain't selling drugs. You know, you got a nice car, but you ain't selling drugs. Y'all look like rappers, but y'all really not rappers. You, you, know? Rap. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. So it, it's definitely an amazing thing. How many times can you say that you got mistaken for somebody who sold drugs and be like, nah, that ain't what I do? I think they still say that. Really? Yeah, yeah. They, they think still, y'all sell a dope? Yeah, they yeah. still think that. They Come think on. Anybody think what's, we the plug. What's, cra- what's, what's <laughs> Listen, crazy? Listen, you, you got the means to be able to. No, I'm kidding. No, nah, that's real though. <laughs> no, nah, what's crazy though, we won't. We slick want them to think that mm-hmm. just to prove like no nah, we never touched it yeah just to be like and they be shocked like bro y'all don't do nothing like my dad just passed in uh March or whatever he even thought like man y'all dibbling dabbling something ain't no way y'all this ain't just all legit yeah y'all ain't doing it like I'm like yeah we are we work hard like we work 14, 16 hours some days yeah. like when you grind it out like that it's only right it's gonna flourish yeah it's only right. listen my dad does the same thing like I said he's had his business for a long time be gone all day. South Carolina, Aiken, Grovetown, Evans, Augusta. Now he's trying to expand the business a little bit and do more um, home improvement. Mm -hmm. Um, I could show y'all when we get get done, but he gutted my whole bathroom. Mm. I didn't want a tub anymore. Gutted my whole bathroom, tiled it, floors, everything. Did a great job. So he's taking it to the next level. I don't think he thought that just cutting grass was going to be the ultimate goal. But when he started learning how to do more things, it was just like, okay, we can flip this. We can do this over here. We can cut the grass over here and we can do some home improvement, home improvement, put some fences up, uh, get you a uh, irrigation system in your front yard. You know, it's a lot of different things you can kind of dip and dabble in. So I, I definitely agree that that would be the ultimate goal to just kind of take it to the next level. Are you, Ever in a situation where you're stuck and you're just like, damn, what, what's next? Or uh, or how, how do we overcome? Because, I mean, every month or every week is not going to be a great week. You know what I'm saying? You might make four, five, six thousand this month. Uh, you might make two thousand, uh, maybe a fifteen hundred this month. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that those are your numbers. But I know for my dad, when the winter months come, it's slow. So what do you guys do to kind of just keep the balance during those times? Because I mean, grass ain't growing in in the fall too much. You ain't cutting too much grass. What do you what what other what other options or what other products and services are you offering to your customers? Plumbing. <laughs> so you still good with plumbing? With okay, okay. You know what I'm, I'm gonna keep listen. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that in mind. <laughs> I, I got some questions too oh, when yeah. we get when oh, we yeah. finish. Now that what I'm gonna tell you, Miss Mo, like. Uh, and if I ain't say this all the time, like finances, and this ain't even like, this ain't even like bragging. I really want to explain when you work hard, finances is not even a problem no more. So as far as when you say, 
have a bad week. We Ain't a bad week. We don't even have bad weeks no more because we've we've hustled so much and we do. He said, "Yeah, knock on wood." Listen, no, <laughs> that ain't no knock on wood. That is like you. Sometimes you got to just real. praise God yeah. because you know when you when you don't have to worry about. Let me tell you, I'm glad you said that. This year has been a year that I have not had to worry about finances. No, I don't care about COVID. COVID. I don't care about. Nothing else that's going. They could yeah. burn every Target yeah. and Walmart around here. I'm still my bank account is still straight, and this is this is the first time in a long time that I've been able to balance my finances and keep myself in a position where I didn't have to worry. I can take care of things. I need my teeth fixed and all this other kind of stuff, and I could do it, and it was still no problem. So I feel you. We had this on guy, that. We had this guy um named Patrick Hawkins um for pa- Patrick's Barbershop on. Oh yeah. Yeah. He chose a road. Okay. And he changed he changed our mindset on stuff because we come from a guy, we used to look up to this this millionaire. He used to always downplay his wealth. He used to always say, Oh man, I ain't got it. Or man, you know, I ain't got it like that. And we knew he was straight. Oh yeah. yeah. He used to always downplay it. And Pat Mr. Uh, Pat told us like, cause we went to Mr. Pat, like, uh, you know, we ain't got it. Mr. Pat said, No, nah, I'm straight. Like I don't, I don't have no problems, and when he start, when he told us that, and when he explained it to, like, stop downplaying your wealth for trying to satisfy somebody else. Like Ooh, we straight. Listen, I will never <laughs> downplay what we the fuck I got it. going yeah. on yeah. to please to appease yeah. a motherfucker who yeah. ain't got what I got. Yeah. I can help you get to where I'm yeah. trying to go. We ain't, yeah. well, you don't have to downplay that shit. To I mean, if you ain't there, cool, we can mm-hmm. get you there. Yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But I shit, that, that is was lit. that was a huge lesson because. A lot of people that, that we grew up with and things like that, they still kind of stuck where they are. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So for me to say that, we never wanted to come off as bragging. And that was, that was when you say um like different things we had to struggle with with success, it's sometimes you got to just allow yourself to be successful. Okay. That was, that's, a, that's a struggle within itself. Is it like bad to, to put a hat on the table? It's the bed, I thought. It's the bed. It's the bed. Yeah, you put it on the table. Okay. That's, is that's, it? Is it? <laughs> I don't know. Bad, it's, it's just, I thought it was the bed. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. We gonna roll with that. Got a hat on the table. I'm sorry, y'all. It's okay. <laughs> it's a struggle. It's a struggle to allow yourself to be successful. A lot of times, you don't want to buy that that Audi, or you don't want to buy that new truck. Just what will people think about me? Do they think I'm, yeah. I'm better than them and things like that? But you work. Like yeah. we really work. You want to see the fruits of your labor? Yeah. Listen, my daughter is 16. She just started a job, and we have been struggling to just kind of. I'm a hustler by nature. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a single mom. I didn't have a lot of help from my daughter's father. So I got out here in the mud. I worked two jobs for like the majority of her life because I want where I am now, how comfortable I am now. This is what I need. I need to be more in tune with what she has going on. I need to be available. I hustle all the times where, you know, it really, I could be gone for a few days or I could be gone for a few hours and she wouldn't necessarily notice it. Now that she's old enough and attentive, she can notice it now, but I'm straight. So I said all that to say, um, you know, it's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. You sacrifice a lot of things and you just want to be able to show your children. You ain't always got to just kind of like, I don't know. Like she, I'm struggling with her because she, she want to quit. This is the problem. She wants, she ain't worked a damn job a month yet, and she want to quit. And I'm like, well, girl, you gonna let these people stop you from getting your bag? I don't get it. Listen, I told her, I said you got the best schedule. You work mornings. Oh yeah. You getting paid eight nine dollars an hour. You 16 years old. I was getting paid five Man, fucking fifteen 16. at 16. We would be paid no like money. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I was getting paid five dollars and fifteen cents an hour. I used to work at Kroger on Dean's Ridge Road. Mm-hmm. 
love that job. Love them five dollars and fifteen cents. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But like I told her, you getting paid eight nine dollars an hour. You getting the best hours. Yo, yo. Your managers and supervisors love you. Your work ethic is impeccable. They give you a great schedule because they like you. Mm. But you're so concerned about the customers coming in the door that you want to quit. I said, let me tell you something, honey. I said, one thing about it. I give you $50. I give her $50 a month. I put it in her bank account. I put $100 in her savings. I said, that's $150. It's technically just 50 because you don't get a chance. I don't allow you to touch the savings. So I said, you, on the other hand, you start your new job. You get 40 hours. You a part-time worker. You get 40 40 hours a week. Mm. You getting five, $600 every two Mm. weeks. I said, that's a thousand to twelve hundred dollars a month. You want the fifty dollars I'm giving you every month, or you want the goddamn twelve hundred dollars every month? Come on now. Listen, <laughs> greater than, less than. We ain't got to do this. What side the alligator mouth go to? You already know this. This is what you've been told. I told her, listen, at the end of the day, don't never let a motherfucker stop you from getting a bag. Don't never let nobody deter you to the point where they allow you to get out of character, but they stop your money. I think that's key. And and it's it's sad because this generation of kids, they don't know nothing about hustle. Yeah, they don't know nothing about hustle. It's funny because when my dad started his lawn care business, he always used to go back to Southside, pick up the boys, and be like, y'all come on work, you know, whatever. And they'll work with him. But they I, they must have known Tony Lewis. Tony Lewis stay out there 12, 14, 16 yep. hours. Yep. He leave at 6 a.m. He coming home 730. Mm-hmm. And so... He just really instilled him and my mom. Like my mom worked two, three jobs and don't have to. But she that's the hustle in her. She she came from the Bronx. She she always was just like in the mud and like got it. Well, down like like you said, well, downplay what the hell she got going on. Mm-hmm. I know that nigga got money. Mm-hmm. Trust me, mm-hmm. I could call her right now and be like, I need five hundred. What you got on it? She'd be like, All right, I'm gonna send you the whole thing. All right, mm-hmm. girl, cool. Mm-hmm. But we have we just come from a, a long line of hustlers, and I think where we are right now as people, and, and being in our age range, we are really just out here trying to get everything they say we couldn't have. Yeah. And, and, and that's the goal. And I'm just really just trying to teach her that. So y'all keep me lifted in prayer. Because <laughs> it's a struggle. Mm. But no, I, I'm glad to hear that. So what is the, any advice do you have for small business owners? Because there are a lot of air. Listen, COVID has brought out some some businesses. Yeah, I just seen. Out <laughs> that's real. Baby, let me tell you. I sent one girl, shout out to Derica. She has a sex toy Line, Dang, I ain't seen that one. It's called Touch Me. It's on wow. Facebook. <laughs> Check it out. Listen, but she was in a position where she was hustling. It still wasn't enough, you know. And she kept saying, "I want to do something, but I want to do something that brings out my personality." And she sells sex toys, and it is booming. Business is booming already, and it's just like I've seen so many businesses launch during the last. Two, three months yeah. And I'm proud of my people oh, yeah. I, I'm definitely proud of my people So I, I always say Hey keep keep doing what you're doing I haven't really found my passion yet This this is my passion But I haven't found anything creative Like I bought this little $400 machine up here I'm trying to make t-shirts Y'all bear mm-hmm. with me Once I get once I get it right Then we're going to be good But what advice do you guys have For small business owners right now? Don't quit Yeah <laughs> Yeah everybody that um, come up to me They um 
man, what you know, what's the what's the key? What's the key? And I listen to uh, Nipsey a lot. Nip, they had a uh, he asked Nipsey like how he get his first million or whatever. Yeah, don't quit. Yeah, I had man, I have so many people coming up to me and they want to sit down with me and give advice, and I don't want people to think I'm being an a hole. I tell them, I tell them, um, don't quit or whatever. And you know, after they quit, they want to keep calling me after they didn't had these little moments. They go three months and be like, okay, I'm ready to start back again. I said that's not how it works. Yeah, you gotta, you, keep, to you gotta keep be consistent. Going. You gotta take losses. You have to fail. You have to get stolen from. You gotta beat yourself up. You're mental. You you forgetful. You might crash one day. You might cry late at night. Yeah. You have to keep going. That's my biggest thing. If you're going to do it, you got to do it. Yeah. Don't Every bu- day. Don't bullshit yourself. No, don't play. Fahim, what advice do you have? Same thing. Just you can't quit. I mean, we done been through so many challenges that. Well, this is, this is, Listen, I feel like you're having a flashback. Oh, yeah. I mean, like Neil said, every year we face a challenge where it was almost like, dang, like, this ain't it. Yeah. But we just kept going forward and we'll just basically just pray, coach ourselves. We'll be coaching each other in the truck and just be like, man, we just, we just got to keep going. Yeah. Just keep going. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. So that's the only advice. And I know it's like, it sounds. Very cliche, yeah. yeah it sounds cliche, yeah. It's real though. It's real. Especially when you when you experience it, man. You got to take a lot of losses, like. And I think the thing, the, what we've learned the most is like how to take losses. Like we used to cry and be mm-hmm. mad for two, three days when somebody done stole something from yeah. us, or we we uh, all our equipment break down at one time. We be just upset and yeah. depressed. Two trucks down now, time. now somebody anything can happen like that, and we just all right, and we keep going. Now we keep don't even going. worry about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll worry about moving. that later. Yeah. Let me say it's funny because it's a, I always I have my little circle of friends and it's mainly a bunch of girls and I this year I just knew 2020 was gonna be straight. Man, me too. Listen, we, I had high yes. fucking hopes. Yeah, 2020 vision. On the yes, <laughs> come on. I had the highest hopes for motherfucking 2020. This bitch done disappointed mm-hmm. me so goddamn bad. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I've always told my friends um, when we started the year off, I was like. In 2020, we ain't taking no L's. Mm. We're turning all our L's into lessons. Yes, yep. You know, what lesson did you learn? And I, I've had a few, like, bumpy little relationships, and I've had, like, a few little friendships that took a little rift, but no L's. Mm. No L's. Because I've met a guy now that, oh, my fucking God. Like, way better than the nigga I was crying about mm. four months ago you know mm. just like so it wasn't an L there I, it was a lesson and I'm gonna take that lesson I'm gonna be like you know what and and I did it made me it had me down for a little bit but I took that lesson and now I'm so much better in this current mm. you know relationship and I mean it ain't nothing big you know we still dating it's still but it's still a milestone for me because I could still be crying yeah, I could still be depressed I could still be down and out but I took it I was like you know what no nah, this ain't it cool what did I learn from that how can I take what I learned and build from that? How can that make me better? So definitely not taking no L's in 2020. I don't give a fuck if COVID do a, a whole U-turn in this bitch. <laughs> no L's. We just going to keep keep the bitch moving. But let's talk about generational wealth. Um, I've been trying to get my mom to really see generational wealth. What what does generational wealth look like for you guys? We start from scratch. To okay. be honest with you. That's why when you told us... You know your situation. Yeah, I lit up because that's something I aspire for my family. Um, you know, especially my kids and stuff like that to like be able to leave some tangible items. Yeah, like, that's why I'm working so hard. Like, even if they don't take the business, like me and they already said, we want to still have them in a position where they still eat off the business. Right. So, 
It's funny because I never wanted to. My dad has had this business for a long time. I didn't give two shits about mm. the lawn care <laughs> business. I'm that sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm allergic, uh, so I, I, my, I always felt like my only contribution was getting out there with them. But the older that I have, the older I have gotten, and doing what my degree is, and now human resource management, I'm, I'm like the brains behind everything mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't found this software, working on this app. Showing my dad all this stuff And he's just like Cause let me tell you y'all My daddy old school He got a little notepad That flip up <laughs> yep. And he write all Who he doing that day mm-hmm. And I be like Daddy that's fucking terrible Like you have got To do better mm-hmm. But I have introduced him To this platform Where I'm like Hey so you got two trucks Okay you got two iPads You I'm just who we putting in, who we got going this week, we just pushing those people out to those iPads. When they get their iPad, they log in in the morning, okay, this is where they know they need to go. It's already on the invoice what's getting done. If anything extra need to get done, they can add that to the invoice from the iPad. Boom, that's it. They collect the money before they leave, or the person can pay the iPad when I email them the invoice. We done. He was like, you've been thinking about this i was like i mean the goal is to quit my damn full-time job Mm -hmm. you know i can we can really spin this and make it you know the best thing that ever happened to our family so generational wealth is is not just about you know oh i had a car i left your car you know it's about creating a legacy for your family to carry on even beyond when you you know just dead and gone and that's it but I, i i definitely want to want to be able to do that i never thought that i would be living in my grandparents house you know i never thought when my my grandmother passed she would leave my y'all when my grandmother passed my my paternal grandmother she left me one two three four she left me and my dad two houses and two lots that's what i'm talking about that's now out of all of them that's what had some trials and tribulations with that, but we still got two lots, one house. Mm-hmm. And the funny part to that is one of the houses is in the area where AU is like kind of like building up. Mm-hmm. So I remember a long time ago, well, a few years back, I told my mom, I said, when AU come around the corner, we're going to sell. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, because she, she's over everything. And she was like, all right. So a few weeks ago, I called her. I said, what needs to be done to the house on um downtown and she was like well why i said hey we need to fix the house up i said hey you gonna come around the corner and want to buy they're gonna build all this shit around us we can't have this house there looking like it does and not being able to maximize off the amount of rent we're able to get what needs to be done to the house so i can know what i need to do to get the loan to get it done boom 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 she was like "Mm, hmm okay well what you talking about Generational wealth is what I'm talking about. I need to maximize off the amount of money I can get from this house. We got this house. It's sitting there. We got people in it, but we're not maximizing off the amount of money that we can get out of the house. We got an empty lot right next to it. I said, what I'm looking to do is I want to build a garage, like a garage with a loft over the top. The lot next to the house we own, we bought the lot because the house next to the house next to it, the people didn't have nowhere to park, the people mm. we were renting to. I said, so, okay, what we can do is we can build a two-car garage, put a loft over it, we get rent off both places. Yeah. And the people next door got somewhere to park, and mm. the people that stay in the loft got somewhere to park. So she was like, oh, so you want to build a house? 
I said, Ma, yeah, whatever, but <laughs> just get me what I need and get back with me. She was like, okay, it sounds like you got a plan. I'm proud of you, but, <laughs> you know, I'm. she don't know about generational wealth because mm-hmm. her mother never left her anything or never taught her that. So I here I am at 38 trying to teach my mother about the things that I'm trying to do for my daughter, you know, or for my brother's kids when they come along. So I'm really just, I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot. I'm really trying to, like, my dad old school, so I'm trying to take this business and, and help him help him get through it. But I think it's it's just, like, a great thing. And, and you guys have are just really doing that. So where's the legacy? How do you turn a brand into a legacy? Man, well, what, what, it's, the, it's the things you do in and outside of it. Like, I would have to compare it to LeBron James. He's an NBA player, but his name is synonymous with, like, Black Lives Matter, or, yeah. or like you go, you know he gonna speak out on social justice, uh, social justice issues and things like that. Like that's why we do the extracurricular that we do. That's why we go back to the hood. That's why we go talk to people. Like somebody just asked us, can we go talk to the boys and girls club? That's okay. the that's the legacy building, instilling it into his daughter. Why we do what we do? It's not just to make money and buy Jordans and things like yeah. that. It's to it's to help someone else. It's it's giving money to the person that's on the corner, a homeless person or something like that. It's not looking down on other people. It's, it's buying homes and buying land, buying real estate. It's investments and things Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. All of that is included with the legacy. And it's, it's getting your family right. Mm-hmm. Not just having yourself right, but getting your family right. And I wanted to touch on uh, the key you said was just, when we ask, when we want our family to be a part of our legacy. It's not about just jumping in the, on a lawnmower and being high. Right. If you're allergic <laughs> to grass, you can't get out there with oh, us. Oh, God. But you said something that's so, oh, so man. important. You can help us in stuff that we we got so much on our brain. He, yeah, your dad got so much mm. in his brain. He ain't even thinking about upgrading. He wasn't his schedule. He, we got too much going on. He wasn't. But the, I'm gonna tell you the the hard part about that though. Even though he wasn't thinking about it, and I came up with this great plan, and this is what we could do. Switching over. That's the hard part. He, he is terrified. Yeah. Oh, we hadn't done yeah. it yet. We're still talking about it. <laughs> no, put it in motion. no, we're yeah, still talking about it. But it's hard because mm-hmm. this is his baby. Yeah. You know, this is yeah. something that he has before we were even old enough to understand this was his baby. So, oh, we still in transition. Like I kept, I kept telling him, I said, Hey, you know what the government was going, all this going on with the government. You should really try to get a small business loan. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh-uh, you got to pay that back. Uh, duh. Yeah. I know we got to pay that. Back. He was like, yeah, but we're we not really going to try that right now. We're going to try something else. I said, no, listen, I said, if we really want to thrive in this business, we need you. You got two trucks mm-hmm. that barely work. Mm-hmm. They work some days, some days they don't. I said, sure, scratch yeah. that. <laughs> we trucks. need to really just go invest and get two new trucks, get some old new equipment and get you two drivers. Every time my dad would get some workers, he always get a, uh, a felon or somebody who can't drive. Yep. Listen, how are they an asset to you when you can't even let them drive the, the company have, vehicle? Right. Like it's it's just I can, I know he be trying to help everybody. I said, but it's time out for us helping everybody. We got to really make the business Absolutely. thrive. So y'all keep me in prayer because yeah. <laughs> we 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 still working on it. But no, definitely you want to leave a legacy that your kids can be proud of. Your your community can be proud of. People will talk about you for years on end when you leave a legacy that is just beyond words. You know, it's genuine and and everything. I want to ask you a question from um the child's perspective because, like I said, Neil have Neil gonna have kids. Yeah, cause he's single. Cause he's yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure Focus on the business. Right now. 
But <laughs> even from my daughter's perspective, like I would, I just want to know your the mind frame of that child to see her daddy working hard, to see he's created his own business. Why not? Why you wouldn't want to join that? Was you ashamed of it? No, I didn't know. Like I just said, like like Neil was saying, I thought the only way that I could contribute was to get out there and help him. (laughs) I didn't know. I I didn't learn until I went back to school and got my get working on my degree in human resource management that there was more that I could do on the back end. Um, I'm really good with math. I take a lot of accounting classes and stuff. So. I keep trying to show him this is what I'm good at. And I think because he kind of thought I have another sister, I have a sister and a brother. So it's three of us. I think he thought my brother would kind of just dive into it and just take it over. My brother was like, Nope, (laughs) I help you, but I ain't, I ain't with that bullshit. What is that though? Like, cause I want, I want to be able to really kind of like, I ain't gonna say not force my daughter into it, but I want her to value so I think the best like, way is to know? let her know there are different avenues okay. towards right. helping. Like you that. don't have okay. to get out here and cut the grass with me. Gotcha. You can, I can show you how to manage things. Like even go to school, even putting, listen, she can help now. You can put these list of people mm-hmm. in the computer, first name, last name, address, whatever. Okay. Those are things that you show them that, you know, oh, this is my contribution to okay. what my father is doing for us. But the key to that is also also showing them this how we eat. This how we eat. This how the lights stay on. You know them favorite shoes you got. You know this baby doll that you just asked me for. This how. Listen, if the grass need to be cut, this is where I'm at. You know, and I think a lot of times, like, and I don't, I, I want to talk about it, but I ain't gonna dabble into it too much. My dad was always gone on the weekends. Those was his, when he was working his full-time job and this was his business, he was gone from 6 o'clock Saturday morning to 7, 8 o'clock Saturday night. He never did business on Sunday during church, but after church, Mm. he might be back out there cutting grass. So we didn't see him a lot on the weekends. Um, when he worked at SRS, he would get off at four or five o'clock in the afternoon, but sometimes during the summer months, he crank up that, that truck and they got there cutting grass till it get dark. Mm. So just my best advice to you is make time. Okay. I think my brother struggles with that, that my, he felt like my dad didn't have a lot of time, okay. but as a woman, I felt like, no, he didn't spend a lot of time with us, but he was trying to provide for us. So, but it's different because kids will think different. Um, you never know how they feel about certain things. So I, my best advice is, uh, is just even, like you said, I might take one year and we just, you know, do family stuff. Do that. Okay. Keep that. One thing I can always pride my parents on is we always took family vacation. I don't care what my parents had going on every summer. They took us somewhere. The first time I ever been to Vegas, I was 18. And I couldn't do shit there. <laughs> but it was fun. It was a whole lot of fun. We went to the M&M place, the Coca-Cola place. Just drop me off at the mall. That's all I asked for. But do those things. Spend that time and put in that work to show her. Just because you might not want to get your hands dirty or whatever. Let me show you what you could do on the back end. It's a lot of back end work that you said goes into it. So it's definitely those little key pieces that you can say, Hey, this is, this is what you're going to, you want to help daddy, you know, and that's bonding time too. You want to help daddy. This is what Absolutely. you could do, you know, or mm-hmm. just like 
my brother used to go out with my dad when he was really little, but just lining stuff up like, okay, we'll write this down. Okay. okay, this is what we did today. This is how many yards we did today. You know, just little stuff like that. That still brings the bonding time um, back in. I know that's difficult when you got a, a daughter because it's just like, she don't want to be out yeah. here. But wasn't she with you guys oh, the yeah, other yeah. day? She, 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 she was, she what something me. I saw y'all was like in the mud yeah, or something. She, she, she with me. She out cutting grass. She know how to drive the zero turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, told her how to drive. Nice. I Come on, Uncle Neil. Really know how to do the Listen, like when my dad first bought one of those, I was I short story. I will never forget I was younger. I might have been a little older than your daughter, but I was so excited. I was like, hey, I just want to cut grass. Just let me go out there. And just knowing that it could just turn that way, mm-hmm. y'all, I went out there and cut the whole backyard. My parents have a huge <laughs> backyard. Cut the whole backyard. I was covered in grass. Yep. I'm severely no exaggeration, wow. severely allergic. By the time I got off the lawnmower, got in the house, my eyes were swollen shut. Mm-hmm. I was coughing, sneezing. My mama made me take a shower, and I literally was walking around like this for like two days. I had to take some Benadryl. But just being able to share that moment with my dad, he was, I think he was more excited just to see me out there. Oh, just listen, yeah, yeah. it wasn't no, no lines in it, no rhyme, no reason. <laughs> and he don't care about the backyard, but let me tell you something. Tony crazy about that front oh, yeah. yard. You better have them, them diagonal oh, yeah. lines mm-hmm. going across oh, yeah. that yard. But he let me have my moment, and that was something that we shared. I'm a true daddy's girl at heart. Mm-hmm. So I always tell my dad, I want you to rest. Like, he retired. I really want you to enjoy the fruits of your labor, but he ain't going to sit still. Mm-hmm. So we, we work in progress. <laughs> we going to figure it out. But thank you, guys. This was refreshing. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed this. I think what you guys are doing, I, I, I can't say this enough, it's amazing. Um, Neil, so we you single. We're going to get you out there. I'm hosting speed dating. Listen, listen, I'm hosting speed dating after COVID <laughs> is over. I'm going to be looking for you. I'm focused on the business. <laughs> real, real focused. That's all right. Uh, Fahim, wedding 2021. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's documented now. Definitely yes, listen. I'm going to send her the link. I'm going to be like, hey, girls, 2021. He said it's on and popping. But thank you guys so much for being a part of the conversations with Mo. Everything is worth a conversation. So I appreciate you guys sitting down at the table whenever y'all got something new. Oh, before we, before we dip out. What what's going on with on the couch with the Blair brothers? I like it. When y'all gonna bring that back? I ain't gonna lie, we getting so much. <laughs> we got so much going on. You plate full, it's, man, Ooh. and it, it's a blessing. It's a blessing, but it's hard to kind of, just like you said, we don't have a crew, so it's hard to step away from it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's that's the only reason. Cause we read it. We've been talking about oh, it like yeah. really every day. You? Cause we it's it's like like y'all pod every every podcast is like is hitting because of the COVID. So you probably got yeah. more viewership and everything right now. Yeah, the numbers are right. for real. It yeah, should, it should be more. Well, because let me so check this out. We had a conversation. Me and Rashonda from Big Girl Big mm-hmm. Talk podcast. We talked about this. Um, people are more routine. If you wake up every day and you listen to the podcast on the train you listening to it on your way to work it's different if you waking up and working from home every day because you're not you're not going to do the same routine stuff that you normally do so the numbers are there but they're not where they are when things are normal because i know a lot of people like oh i listen to you in the gym i listen to you on my way to work you know but when you're not going to the gym and you're not going to work every day you're like okay well let me get my coffee let me get my computer i'm on the sofa you know what i'm saying so the numbers are there but it's just you know i'm ready for things to kind of get back to normal because we do other things like speed dating and that really brings the city out and you know people start 
like, oh, okay, well, she do speed dance, she do the podcast. They kind of link the two. So I'm just ready for shit to get better. <laughs> what the fuck it was? I love Miss Mo. I like it like this. Like, do you? Yes, goodness. I love it. Why? I love it. Like, I, I mean, when this first started, like, traffic was like, oh, oh yeah. it was no traffic. Oh, yeah. And, and we still can get our money. And, like, our money was still coming in, but it was, it was nobody, like, in the way. Like, yeah. It was, it was peaceful. I love peace. <laughs> Listen, I, it's funny that you said that because I'm an introvert at heart. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. People think I'm just this rah rah person, but I'm an introvert at heart. So when COVID started, I was like, "Shit, we get to chill at the house." I'm telling you. Listen, <laughs> I would grab this little laptop, baby. Sure. I get in that bed. I'm good. I won't move all day. Yep. I watch TV and everything. Get my coffee. Come back to my room. Get in my bed, and I am happy as a pig and slop, <laughs> like ready. But. My like my friends, they be like, "No, I'm ready to get out. I'm ready to go." I'm like, "No, this was a good time to just like relax, mm -hmm. realign, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. just kind of get your mental together." Um, but then I can understand for some, it's just not those extroverts who are just like used to being around people. Out, go, 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 go. My homegirl was losing her shit. Mm -hmm. She was just like, "I got to do something. I got to go somewhere. I got to." Um, where well, you want to go to Savannah Rapids? I was like, "Hell no, mm -hmm. girl! I just want to lay in the bed." Chill. But she getting better. I think she kind of made it through the first little little wave. I just hope it don't, it's not the second wave. But anywho, we're going to get on up out of here. Thank you guys so much. If there's anything that I ever can do for you guys, don't hesitate. Hit my line. Let me know. Hopefully, we'll hear some on the couch with the Blair Brothers 2021. 2020? I'm, 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 I've been trying to get Neil. <laughs> Neil, tighten up. Man. Because the people ready. Okay. All right. Yeah, listen, you got the content, you got the creativity, you got it, do it. If you need something from me, let me know. I'm with it. All right? All right, we're going to go and get up out of here. Don't forget to make sure to tune in. Um, let the people know if they need your services, what they can do, where they can follow you, where they can find your numbers, all that stuff. Yeah, you can follow us on Facebook, Georgia's Green Lawn Care. Uh, Instagram, Georgia's Green Lawn Care. Snapchat, Georgia's Green Lawn Care. Our business line is 706-312-9477. My Facebook is uh, Neil Blair, N-E-A-L-B-L-A-I-R. My Instagram is Real Neil Blair. My Snapchat is Real Neil Blair. Okay. Now, when they make, if they want to make appointments and stuff like that, can they text that number? Okay, so yeah. yes, they can text that number. And, and uh, I seen a, I seen a lot of like uh, business owners. They was like tripping at uh, people calling them or. Don't hit me on my personal page. Don't hit me. I don't know what they was talking about. You can hit me on my personal. I made money Shit, through Snapchat, if you want it, let's get Instagram, it. <laughs> text message. We not turning down the bag. No, none 2020. I don't give a damn what page. You can hit conversations with Mo. Mo Row, the best one ever. That's Whichever real. one. <laughs> let's you. get it. All right. What, Fahim, where can they find you at? Facebook. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got an Instagram too. Fahim Blair on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. All right. Y'all. They, they are the cutest. I just love them so much. Anyway, make sure you follow Georgia's Green Line Care on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram. If you need your yard done, contact these black men. Give give the black businesses some money. They trying to get the bag just like everybody else. But thank you guys again. This has been an extremely, extremely wonderful interview. I appreciate you guys. But we're going to go on and get up out of here. Shout out to Dexter on the camera. Shout out to Dexter. Yes, listen, Dexter came in the clutch. <laughs> and I needed that That's why we got to support each other Absolutely. So I appreciate that We're going to get on up out of here Y'all have a good night Appreciate it Ms. Mo. 
Conversations with Mo is available on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Music Play. Please like, rate, and subscribe.